Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. I am not Dylan Heisen. He is on vacation, but we'll be back in a couple weeks. So for this Ruby Pod, I am your host, Beatrice Murad, and today I'm joined by Haley Neighbors. Hello. And Allie Martin. Hello. We're going to discuss episode 7 of volume 7 of Ruby, Worst Case Scenario. If you haven't watched it, go watch it, then come back. Um, you can find out more about this podcast at OverlyAnimated.com. You can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, or on YouTube at YouTube.com slash OverlyAnimated. All right, girls, tell me, what are your general thoughts about this episode? Haley. Um, I think it was... I think it was good. It felt solid and and kind of like last week's episode where it was generally a cohesive episode, like in the week-to-week format, which was really nice and refreshing for Ruby. Um, so it's continuing with that. I think there were some nice Bumblebee moments happening. Yeah. I'm happy they were also like being intelligent and logical and realizing we should maybe tell this person what's going on. So yeah. <laughs> communication, yay. Uh, so that was good. Um, yeah, no, I feel like... I feel like I was going into this episode expecting there to be like a massive fight at the start, mm. but they were just kind of like, oh, the Grimm's, we took care of that. Don't worry about that. Um, so that was a little bit of an adjustment. And I, I think that would have been good at the start of this episode because it seemed like an awful lot of the season there hasn't been much like battles happening. Right. Um, although we did get a great Bumblebee and Robin fight scene. That was fantastic. But that also made me realize like, yeah, there hasn't been a lot of that. So... Um, but you know, whatever. We got good stuff instead. Um, but yeah, no, I think it's good. I'm, I'm excited to see what comes, which is always good at the end of an episode. Totally, totally. Yeah, and I agree. This show, the episodes have been relatively quiet in comparison to mm-hmm. other Ruby stuff. Ali, what about you? Did you like this episode? I did, and I actually, I mean, I expected to like it, but I didn't expect any of that. I went in thinking we were going to get the rest of last episode with like bumblebee date but this was way better i i like how they're getting really into the actual politics now because i've been waiting like for that to kick in for the volume Mm, yeah yeah okay so all right because based on discord i've some people don't care about so (laughs) yeah so it's nice to to see someone that does nice to see people that are like yeah this is okay um i'll say this i initially and there's record of this on Discord. Initially, I was kind of <laughs> one of those people who just didn't care. But then I watched this episode four more times. Um, and completely, slightly irrelevant, but it's going to fit in. Give me a second to make it all connect. But there's a show that I watch called Runaways. And it just released its last season. And it, it, one of the things that annoyed me the most about that show is that they jumped from point A to point C without the need of point B. Of like, they're just like, oh, we're just going to not go for this scene. We're just not going to give you the necessary scene in the middle that you need in order to make these two other scenes actually matter. Or these two episodes actually matter. Mm. Um, And this is very much point B. Like, this episode of Ruby is very much that. Which is, so I I can't be a hypocrite. I can't be like, in one show being like, (laughs) I need that. And then in this show being like, this is garbage. No, I can't do that. And this is very much a point, uh, like a point B episode. Which is, it, it... moves plot things forward and connects things that need to be connected and does give us character moments i think that one of the uh one of the uh kind of proof that the show has 
kind of upped its quality in terms of the writing is that it now actually gives us character moments along with the plot because I know that certain people don't really care about what happens in the plot. Well, now we're actually getting not just for what some people may see as boring, but we get actual some character moments within it um, and some very interesting character moments within it. So um, it's a very solid episode, I think, once like you, I guess, you remove any kind of uh, preconceived notions of what you wanted the episode to be. It's actually a really good episode. Um, But let's talk about what happens in the episode, which starts off really interesting, um, which is we get this kind of, uh, I want to say, remind, like, what's that word of, like, how when they describe, like, the previously on kind of thing, where it's kind of Ironwood just being like, all right, this is the worst case scenario. This doesn't this happen. And they they kind of showed it in, like, this interesting scene with Ironwood and the crew. and it's bad. Ironwood initiated prohibit like the prohibition of assembly, which is already like if red flags red flags didn't show up before, they <laughs> definitely are on now. Um, we learned that we learned Robin has been stealing supplies from the tower in true Robin Hood fashion. Uh, well, not from the tower, before the tower that they're building, she's now stealing them and has convinced the people of Mansell to just not work with the military anymore. And now we have this very kind of tense moment where Winter says the only thing they can do now is force martial law on Mantle and Atlas in general. And Nora is not having it. Nora is, like, this was an amazing scene for Nora. Like, she, I I was not going into this because we started seeing it in throughout this season in particular. Uh, This volume, we started seeing, like, these moments where Nora is just kind of taken on Kind of the role that John used to have, where it was just he was the when they have like the leader because I don't know he just was absent this episode and I feel like three volumes back he would have been like it, the one who would have said Nora's lines if that makes sense like they would have given those lines to him. Um, yeah. And no, we got it from Nora and it was amazing. And tell me, like, aren't you all proud of Nora? Isn't she great? I love that she's done with everything with all the like terrible stuff, and now she's like <laughs> getting vocalization from her about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But with Ren, it makes me worried. We can get into that when that happens. Oh, I mean, get into it. Get into it. Tell me, why are you worried? I don't... I can't tell if he's using his semblance or if he's just trying to... I mean, you have Soldier Ren written here. Some people were saying bootlicker Ren, and that Mm. makes me feel like, eh, I don't know. True, true. Haley, are you worried about Ren? Maybe. I don't know. That was, like, such a strange editing choice where they were right. just like like he had no indication during any of the conversation that he was feeling any particular way and then all of a sudden it's like yes sir like it was very dramatic so I guess there's something happening but I think if you blinked at that second you would never know it so I don't know if it's been doing uh been built up very well if anything's right. gonna happen but who knows I guess that's another fun thing to watch for yeah yeah <laughs> um but yeah, no, but I was very, like you said, I was not anticipating Nora to be the one to, like, lose it at Ironwood, which was, like, I think very justified, um, her reaction. But yeah, no, I think, like, go Nora. Like, it really <laughs> makes me wonder more about her backstory, though, like, when she was yeah. up yeah. on the streets. Exactly, yeah. 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 So it's like, uh, why have we not heard from her in this way before? It makes complete right. sense for her character. Right. Um, yeah, no, I think it's really good. 
really, you, really good. Is is she is she kind of voicing what others in the room wanted to voice but didn't, or is it just or is like because I, I like Ruby at least right? But then she did voice her opinions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. But they've also been like just kind of like Ironwood knows best. Right. We won't really question yeah. him. Which seems out of character for them, but then we see that like Bumblebee realize, oh, okay, maybe maybe he doesn't know everything, and they they start to turn against him, um, which I think is good. It, like like you were saying, Beatrice, very much a B episode where we're seeing like up until now they've been very supportive of him, and Ironwood, and haven't really been. I don't know, questioning necessarily mm. his motives because they're like, oh, he's on our side. He knows what's best. And this is the episode where we're starting to see them question that. And also, I, I like seeing not everyone in the group all as a team being like, okay, he's bad now. We've decided yeah. he's bad. We're going to move on. Like, they're fracturing yeah, um, and and have their own, uh, like, initiative in this way. So that that's really interesting and, and kind of new for Ruby. I don't remember much of that happening in the past. Yeah. They've always operated as a unit. So it's interesting to see them differ, especially with such an ambiguous topic where it's like, like you could argue that he, what he's doing is right and logical, but you can also argue the complete opposite. And it's like, so gray, although he seems to be getting more and more, bad yeah now. So. yeah that one line just how he goes like my kingdom like his emphasis right. on my i was oh like mm, that is i know it's like is he the serving. king but like, no i don't think he is because yeah. council still maybe we'll actually oh we'll probably meet the council next week that'll that's yeah later. oh god that's gonna Chat. be yeah totally that's gonna be interesting um and i'm excited for that um but i i agree it's i it hurts me because i love bearded ironwood so much but then he's just every episode he's he's just showing more and more red flags and i just can't ignore them anymore um but i will say it's i think it's it's not necessarily that it's in this episode that they're that we're finally seeing um the trepidation for ironwood i think it's like now they're voicing it like that's why i think maybe it hit me even harder with nora because before they were all kind of like okay we'll wait and see we'll wait and see we're still going to trust them. We're still going to work with them. And now you're now, like you said, Haley, we are definitely seeing the fractures, but I feel like it's now we're putting voice to that. Whereas before <laughs> it was more just like expressions, kind of a little bit of timidness. Now we're seeing, which is also a testament to how much these characters have grown over these volumes, how much confidence they have in their own choices and making those choices. They're all, they're growing up and they're just like, we're not, <laughs> we're not going to just do what we're told. Um, but yeah, Speaking, let's move to I, what obviously I'm very biased, but my favorite scene of the episode. <laughs> I think it might be all of our favorite. <laughs> I mean, yeah, probably, possibly. Um, Ali, you've mentioned how you've wanted a talk. On Discord, you've mentioned how you want Bumblebee to talk. Is this, is this the talk? Is this the uppercase T talk? Or is this, or what is it for you? Like, walk me through this. Mm. Oh, well, they need a lot of talks. <laughs> this right, is, like, one right. of the ones. I'm glad they, like, they did touch on, like, you know, Blake's worried if they did the right thing, like, murdering a person together, even if that person was, like, a garbage dumpster fire. Yes. Yeah. Like, it was a good talk. I still need them to just talk about their feelings, like, obviously for each other, how they feel about, like, I, I don't know. I thought they would touch on the, what was it? Who made the, like... Was it Harriet who was like, this is just a job? Right. I thought they would at least like talk about that, but it felt like the undertones were kind of there. Because then they go and do 
they do not their job and go talk to Robin. True. Very true. They don't do the job. Um, Haley, what, what was your biggest takeaway from this scene in particular? Like, what stood out to you? Um, I think uh, it, it's been a theme throughout this, uh, like, volume in particular, but I, I really got the sense that they're, like, a partnership yeah. in this discussion. You know, like, they, I feel like they're moving away from the group, um, which is kind of interesting. And I'm not totally against it. Like, it's kind of, it's, it's neat to see. Um, but yeah, no, where they, they're just very comfortable with each other and talk about heavy subjects <laughs> with each other. And I feel like there was also a feeling in this that this is something they've talked about before. Like, this isn't the first time it's come up, um, which I wish we could have seen the other times. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I I don't know. I feel like, yeah, I'm also waiting. I feel like this wasn't the talk, you know. Like we need we need a relationship talk. Okay, that's like the talk I love you. Okay. You know, that's the that's the talk. Okay, this is this is also great, but like that means we're in, and uh, Bumblebee is Bumblebee's definitely already happening. It has been happening, but that would just be really good to see. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Because, all right. This is this is the B talk then. See, we're all linking this in. This is the B <laughs> exactly. episode. This is the B talk. This is leading up to the big relationship talk. Um, <laughs> but I, I don't know. I do. I don't know if they've talked about it before. I, I and I do want to point out just the voice acting in the scene. I think both of them really nailed the the. I don't know. There's just the, the way the the two uh, the performances they just really capture that there was just so much weight. And like double yeah, meaning and oh. heaviness to what they were saying. They were like, no, totally. there's just so much tension. And I think a lot of the also oh, yeah. beyond just, you know, obviously the animation, the the expressions, the way that they're the the way that they're being set up in the scene, but just the way the voices were able to convey that. I just wanted to give props to the voice actresses for that. Yeah. But um yeah, it was just really interesting. And it, it, and I like how this all again fits in with the greater question of this entire volume which is well how do we do the right thing right what is like it, it is so much more gray and it also further emphasizes how they don't necessarily agree on how things should be done blake was like i don't think we should have told ironwood and yang was like maybe we should have told ironwood about salem and what they know and it's okay and they have i don't know i i don't think it's as I don't think this is like planting a seed of a confrontation or a conflict like it, like the Ren thing was, but mm-hmm. I think there is, I think we've reached, there, there's this kind of point we're reaching where for a long time, Ren and Nora have been this parallel to, Bum, uh, to Bumblebee. I think now we're going to start seeing just because they're different characters and they're going to react to things differently, they're going to start for, like there's going to be a fork in the road. Suddenly these relationships aren't necessarily going to be so much in parallel moving forward. I don't know mm-hmm. if I'm reading too much into it, but that's kind of what I'm seeing. Where they're start, I feel like Bumblebee's yeah, getting ready. Good. Right. I feel like Bumblebee's getting ready to communicate, whereas Ren, I think, is going to communicate yeah. even less. Is the whole theme of this season, like, the value of communicating with others? I mean, they're uh, trying to build a tower of communication like tower. <laughs> that, would be, that would be, like, beautiful. That's what yeah. But yeah, to, it totally yeah. is, though. It totally is. Like, the people who are communicating with each other and are being honest with each other are going to succeed. Whereas if you don't, you're going to fail. Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. yeah, I mean, just listen to, I mean, and I, I, I really am starting to really, really love the opening song. But the lyrics of that song, it's like, the like, believe in the love or whatever the lyrics are and the truth will open your eyes. But it's like, it's all about love and communication. And I'm just like, 
Man, this is this is a great Dang, message. That's deep. Yeah, there are, layers. Deep <laughs> there are layers. There are layers to this. Finally, we're Love here. But um, but yeah, Bumblebee decide to break away uh, from orders, and they decide to. They do have this amazing, very fluid action sequence with Robin, which I also found really funny because it's like, no, we want to talk as I'm punching you, which is very <laughs> Yang to do, which I loved. But um, very interesting kind of – I mean, I'm all for the decision. Do you guys agree with the decision they made to, yes. like, admit – to tell Robin at least some of the things that were happening? Do you agree? Completely. Completely agree. Because, like – She's going to find out the whole point of all of this and the satellite, which I just, again, love the satellite plot line. It's so funny to me, but it like the whole point of that mission is to tell everyone. So she's going to find out in like within a month, you know, when they, when they shoot that thing into the sky. So I feel like if she is someone that should be privy to that knowledge because she's leading a resistance against them and is someone they clearly have a communication with established already, you know, like they, they have, they know each other. They know, they know they can communicate with each other. And like, if they just told her from the outset, they should be like, Oh, I get it now. And understands that it is in some ways for the greater good, you know? So I think it's completely illogical to not tell her, but whatever um, so, <laughs> yeah whatever iron what do you stuck in <laughs> do his own you, world man. uh but yeah bumblebee like again they're, they're the communicators right they're like we should talk to her um and i think that is just very logical in yeah. my mind yeah. yeah i do agree it's not a grand secret it, yeah i mean they also know she's trying to help obviously so they are trying to help both of them like mm-hmm. she can't trust ironwood he believes he can't trust anybody you know they're yeah. trying to do the right thing. I think they made a good decision, maybe not in the best time, but it's also probably the only time right, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. And I do think Robin's semblance is going to be very uh, useful moving forward, I think it's safe to say, especially for a, for a season that's based on communication. It's a, basically she's a, she can tell, she can see if you're lying. Um, mm-hmm. ve- it's a very uh, convenient semblance, I think. Yes. <laughs> Very much so. Yeah. <laughs> also limiting though, because you have to hold their hand. Right. But I think that's very okay. But again, we're gonna talk about layers here. But that is so meaningful. It's like only when you hold hands, you know, the power of touch and like grasping, you know, and hand holding. It's like you know how this show loves hand holding. <laughs> so love to, hand holding. to really emphasize, like, oh, we can only really trust each other is if we hold hands. I think that's a pretty. I, I see you, Ruby. I see Man, you. And this is such a deep season. <laughs> what is happening to Ruby? This is amazing. All, all sorts of feelings now. Like, <laughs> Yeah. It's all coming together. It's all coming like, together. Um, wow. But I will also say, uh, and it's interesting how I, I do want to make a point of focusing on these moments where actual, when truth is being told. Because in this episode, we feel... We, we get other instances where, once again, secrets are winning over the truth, right? So we have in, the be- in, that, first, in that scene with Ironwood and Nora, we have um, them saying how they can't tell anyone about Tyrion running amok because they can't because potential grim or something and it'll look bad on the military. Um, and then we have later on Ironwood saying, oh, yeah, you know how the, that staff, that's what's keeping Atlas up. So that's a secret, too. I think mm-hmm. there's just there's a lot of secrets, and we're starting to see. I, I'm I'm and the fact that Ruby 
the first like big leader thing she did this season is to hold back on the Salem secret. I mean, the Salem truth. I'm getting confusing the secrets and the truths. It's just <laughs> interesting who's lying and who's telling the truth. That's what I'm finding mm-hmm. interesting. And I'm worried that we're going to start seeing some like uh, separation of the group itself. Like we worked so hard to get Ruby, Team Ruby back together. And now I'm like, oh, but Ruby's lying. But Yang's really wants to tell the truth. And now are we going to see a potential kind of like spl- splintering of possibly? I'm thinking we might. And I'm kind of game for it. Like yeah. I'm. I'm seeing possibly that Bumblebee will go off with Robin and the rest of the team will like be like, you betrayed us and everything. And it'd be a whole fight. And then they they'll leave each other or whatever. But I think that would be kind of interesting. It'd be very angsty. Yes. Um, <laughs> which, uh, you know, we love in Ruby, love our angst. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it would be, I think it'd be an interesting dynamic because they have been a relatively cohesive unit and team for the majority of the show you know like it's based right. on that right so it'd be really interesting to see them break away from that structure um but who knows but i think this this episode plants the seeds where that is something they could do you know yeah totally totally i mean i'm just thinking back to volume four i think it was when everyone was mm. split up and i'm like i don't know if yeah I we don't do that we don't want to do a road trip like an intentional <laughs> version of that though <laughs> It would be so much more angsty. Enemies or something. Oh, yeah. No, that would be kind of cool. But that wouldn't be resolved in this volume, right? Well, who knows? God, what if they left the volume on that, like, cliffhanger? Oh, (laughs) it's going to happen. It's going to be a bumblebee kiss as they leave the team. Oh, well, that (laughs) Pain. It's, like, such joy and then such pain. Yes. Yes. Oh, man. All right. All right. We're going straight into the angst. (laughs) going there. (laughs) Um, See what happens. Before we leave this one, the Robin and the Bees scene, I do want to say that the best line of the episode was, I know what the tower means, fisticuffs. Just the best line. I love it. I'm going to quote it. I'm just going to throw it out to random people, and they're just going to have to deal with it. Um, so moving on to the Pietro scene. So we have Penny kind of, he's basically like, I guess, downloading what Penny saw. So then they'll yeah. re- release it to the world, being like, "Look, see, we didn't. She did. She she didn't do what you think she did." And they're um, all going to be like, "No, that's a lie." Right? Exactly. It's like no, this isn't going to change anything. No. Um, it's good effort, but yeah, it's too much. Yeah, the public still wants Penny to be deactivated. Yes. Uh, and it's pretty harsh. I think. Very harsh. harsh. Okay. Do all right. Question: Do you think? And this, this I felt the first time I watched it. Then the second, third time, I didn't. It didn't hit me as hard. But when Ruby says, "It's fine, you can just turn her back on again," did <laughs> yeah. that bother you that a little was bit? Dark. A little that bit. was really dark. It was yeah. funny, but it was a little. Just restart her. It's especially fine. after you learn how Penny is alive, which I would had been waiting for. We were all talking about yeah. that last week, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, granted, I, she did. She said that before she found out. So she didn't know. She didn't know that Pietro, the reveal that he gives Penny part of his aura to, so that that's how she has a soul. Um, which so great, I love it. I'm happy yeah. Dylan isn't on this episode though, because he, he would have <laughs> lost his, or he he did lose his mind. I'm sure over that oh, aura thing. My God, I just had an idea. So yeah. who is? Though, okay, what, who is, like, the one person we know that has a lot of aura? Uh-oh. 
What um, if? <laughs> what if? Oh, no. That's how you bring Jean back in. You have, you can't have he sacrifices Pietro himself for Penny. No, no, no. Doesn't sacrifice. He just okay. has a lot of aura, so he just gives Penny some of his aura. It's true. Uh-oh. You know. Oh, they did have that weird. There was a line like when they were battling a couple or training a couple episodes ago, oh, where yeah. they're like, "Oh, Jean, like you can ex- extend it and everything, like all that jazz." Yeah, so you know, yeah. maybe maybe we don't have to say goodbye to uh, Pietro just yet. I don't. I mean, assuming that that would need to happen, we have someone who has a lot of aura that he could just True. share. But also, like, I don't really get what the benefit would be of just restarting her, though, because right. she's still the same thing. So why would that calm people down? I think maybe it's like they do. Maybe it's kind of just to to lessen the tension. So they'll be like, okay, we're going to do what you say. We're a deactivator. Now we're going to show you what actually happened. And then finally, when things die down, we'll bring her back. And then people will be fine with it. I don't know. Or when you, you know, just like restart, you balance. don't mean reboot, right? Sorry? That would be like, when you say restart, you don't mean reboot? Or- no, I think it just turn. I think... Because the, I mean, she was destroyed and she was put back together and she still remembers everything. So I think, mm-hmm. like, if you like yeah, deactivate her, she'll still remember when you. I hope they don't like, take away her memories or something like that. No, that I mean, I still think that Watts is gonna hack her at one point. Yeah, yeah, I still think that's really. gonna happen. This really is like the deep dark season. It yeah, feels like. yeah, yeah. And speaking of, we also see in in the in that scene with Pietro that. Uh, He's covering, he shows a picture of his former colleagues and very, yep. not so discreetly, is covering the face of oh, one no. of them. Oh, just I, one I laughed that whole time. It was that was amazing. Like, and yeah, so, and then finally he removes it. But I, you know, he, I guess he's not thinking about it, but it's a very intentional cover up. And then we, I guess the, sh- I, the fact that the, the, the episode does show us Watts' face makes me not annoyed at that. Because yeah. if anything, it was just like, oh, yeah. look, one of their faces covered. This is to tell the audience, hey, pay attention to this face because we're going to show it to you. Had it just been covered, I'm like, okay, it's obviously Watts and you're just not showing us. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, they did show it, so I didn't mind it. But um, going from that, we get to this really uh, – it's an interesting scene. It's between Ironwood and Oscar, right? We go from the – Yeah, what a weird scene. Yeah. <laughs> really weird. But I don't mind it. I kind of, I don't mind it. Because here's the thing. I think Oscar's kind of, at least in this volume, Oscar's kind of become the moral compass. Which is weird because Ozpin is, you know, in his head is part of him now. So it's strange because Ozpin has just been this person that is kind of morally ambiguous. That we don't, like, kept secrets, all this stuff. But Oscar himself, he's the one that goes to talk to Ruby being like, hey, are you sure this was, like, okay to do? Aren't we just, like, Ozpin if we do this? And then now he's having this conversation with Ironwood where he goes, hey, like, like, Ironwood is looking to him for kind of being like, is this right? I'm right, right? That's kind of what Oscar's kind of becoming, which kind of makes me nervous because by the time that he and Ozpin become one, isn't that going to be, like, I don't know. I feel like we're kind of po- putting him in this position that he, in the future, we might make the same mistakes. Am I looking, do you agree with that analysis or no? I think I do. He's, yeah. I, I can't even tell if, like, Oz is secretly, I don't know, like, awake or whatever and, like, listening and going to take over. I, he is, <laughs> like, a ongoing theory. Yeah. Mm. 
Oh, well, but, I mean, he, he is very um, wise in this conversation. Right. But you could, like, you know, he's also just been through a lot recently, right? Like, he's... I don't know. He's He kind of confuses me. But I'm also, like, confused about Ironwood a little bit with when he talks about Salem. Mm-hmm. What, what confuses you? The scene with the chess marker on the screen. Yeah. I don't know what that was. Was that, like... I don't the hint know. that he was like mind controlled. <laughs> am I forgetting a scene that happened like in I an older volume? If you are, then I, I am so. too. Because I feel like that the symbol of that chess piece seemed like I should have recognized that, but I I don't know what that's from. I, and is that from volume three? Yeah, it would be from. If it were, it's gonna be from volume three. Because he was talking about volume three. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Mm. I couldn't. I can't remember it, but maybe it was like, haha, checkmate. You know, that's why it's a chess piece. Maybe know. there's, like, something deeper going on with Ironwood, though, that's with making him Salem? act this way. He was talking about Salem. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, I mean, I think I think this might also just be a pitfall of having something that happened so long ago. Like, Volume 3 came out when? How many years ago? So, wow. you know, it's been a while. So I think it, that also might be the pitfall. Because, you know, I can understand how – because. When the fall of Beacon happened, it was, you know, he got hacked. If He's going to get hacked again. Oh, my goodness. Again? But, um, oh, you know, flash. he got hacked. Okay. His soldiers got hacked. You know, the, the robots. And then they started attacking people, right? So, um, so that can be pretty traumatizing. Especially, like, yeah. having someone use the weapons you've created against you. So, um, so I can under- – I understand. Like, that's – I think that's what's uh, so great about – Ironwood's character is that the, the mode I understand why he's doing the thing he's doing he's doing yeah like I don't I don't understand I don't think he's acting out of character I think it's just like you know it's now it's just a question of like do you agree with him or not but it's like I understand what pushed him to it based on what happened in volume three so that's why this conversation is so interesting because he's still looking at Ozpin as this kind of moral compass and it's like mm-hmm and it's not Ospin. Yeah. It's not Ospin. It's just this kid. I mean, question mark. Asterisk. I don't know. He might be Ospin and we just don't know. They're him. hanging out a lot together. So I don't know. They are. They are. Yeah. Um, question R is, is Atlas going to come crashing down into Mantle? 100%. 100%. Yeah. Because they're like, it can only be used for one thing. So something's going to go wrong and they're going to have to use it and then it's going to crash. Yeah. 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 So I could see it going, especially if we're going down the really, like, everything is lost road. Yeah. Yeah. And dark. Oh, man. Imagine how dark that the the place right? that was being constantly abused by Atlas is the place that Atlas is just going to crash into. Oh, crush. That's just like, going to be crushed everyone. by That's Atlas. intense. That's really dark. I don't this know. It's really, like, anime dark now. It's yeah. finally an anime. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but also, like, Ospin, what were you thinking? Why would you suggest that they use this thing to, like, to raise Atlas when you know that there's someone after it? Like, what was, I don't know, Ospin's logic Yeah, that sometimes. is a flawed use of it. Or it just, like a, some, it just yeah, it just shows a lot of humor. Like, the logic of putting Atlas in the sky makes sense because the Grim, but also not quite because they can fly. But maybe <laughs> right. they can't fly that high? Who well, knows? I mean, you know, the uh, Ironwood did say that. Ironwood mm-hmm. did have that line. It's a throwaway line. Yeah. He does say it where he goes, so he goes like, build me, a tower so high up that the Grim can't reach it. Yeah, but like, Ospin, yeah, why, why would you use it to do something that could cause destruction and death if reversed? Yeah. 
Seems like yeah. a bad I think it's just he – maybe he just never thought that Salem could get this far. Maybe think- he th- – like back when they were creating Atlas, he was like, we – they she'll never get this. It's because she's not that strong. And mm-hmm. then that is that is the – his failure, I guess. Yeah. His, he's too cocky. Um, yep. Yep. He's too cocky. Um, but moving from that to kind of this final moment, it's the cliffhanger of the episode, which is that Jacques Schnee has invited – Everyone. I don't know what constitutes as everyone. Like, who exactly is invited? All of our characters. Like, right. are they? Like, I don't see Jacques being like, yes, Ren has to come. <laughs> Where's I just, Jim? Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah, Jim just, Jim, Jim's still doing crossing guard duties, probably. You know, oh, yeah. exactly. He's found his calling. Yep, yep. Um, the moms just want to have Jim all to themselves, so. <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? I'm just like, okay, who's everyone? But anyway, uh, Ironwood invites, is invited to dinner to defend his seat at the council. And I'm thinking this isn't something that you would have dinner over. This is something that you would yeah. have like a hearing over, over, right? Also, defend, I just really want to see this council because I have so many questions about like yeah, how many people are on it. it. Right. Why, like, are there three people and they all together voted? They're all straight old white men and they yeah right vote on everything the same and yeah so they're like oh you have to defend your seat because that's the only way i can see this going because that shouldn't just be something they can do you know but uh, maybe we'll meet like the monarch of atlas because they keep saying it's a kingdom but we haven't seen any indication of that there's a no. oh wow i didn't even well i don't know monarch right but they're all like like vale and all all of them are kingdoms right yeah but that denotes but, i mean a, we a haven't monarch. met any monarchs yeah no, is it actually ironwood is he not crazy and well that's what i thought when no. he said my kingdom and i'm like oh my god ironwood's the monarch but then no he isn't because they can vote him out at a dinner yeah. that that right. doesn't make sense um but no i'm like at first i was not on board on board for the whole politics thing because it was just like this is the season we're doing politics and like council voting um but I, I'm now I'm like just so curious. Right, <laughs> I want, right. I want to see it. I want some questions to be answered. Yeah. Um, so that'll be interesting to see. Totally. I want to see Atlas. I feel like we we're at we're in Atlas, yeah. but we spent most of our time in Mansell, and I think one of the reasons why I I kind of wish we had see, I kind of wish how Atlas it's the actual city above was impacted by all the things that ironwood is doing like i want to see okay well while everything's ha- we're seeing all this horrible things happening in mantle i'm like well are, is something happening in atlas like i want to yeah, understand yeah, like why is just it's gonna crash to the ground right i mean i don't know yeah. it's like atlas just like completely like uh and utterly uh ignorant of what's happening in mantle are they like oh, i just i, I want to know what the people of atlas say like are saying because they want penny deactivated too so i'm just like well like, I don't know, there's, like, this division that's being created between Atlas and Mantle, but I'm, from Atlas, I'm only getting, like, three people. Jacques, the camp, the council, and Ironwood, and the, 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 the school, but I've only seen, like, four characters in the school. I'm, like, give me a sense, like, are they as angry? Like, what's going on? I just don't have this sense of Atlas at all, but well, I like, do have Mantle. This is, like, Atlas is the rich kingdom part of the... Like bossing, I guess. Kind so, of like, wasn't well, I mean, Mantle on the bottom and Atlas is on top, right? Right, like, exactly. Yeah. So everyone in, 
Atlas is living like the cushy life and like just eating caviar every day and probably not yeah. even aware or care. cares. I don't about know. I think I think it might. I feel like because you know how you see this like giant like it's castle. It's probably thing very and... like the population is low up there. And yeah, because it's a lot. That's of what school, I want to know. Right. That's true. Like that's what that, I want right? to know. If that's if that's the case, I want to like I don't know yet though. That hasn't been confirmed. How extreme the disparity is? Is it just a couple people the in this giant group of land, or is it? At a dinner invitation. Oh God, it's going to be so awkward and very mm-hmm. uncomfortable. All right, is 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 Bumblebee going to go to this dinner? Oh, hopefully not. Oh God, that would be a disaster. But they could get dressed up. That would be cute. I'm just it saying. People have been saying like this is gonna. This is the closest we'll get to a ball, right? Well, yeah. like we already got robbed. Bumblebee like dancing at like this nightclub. So I'm just like, well, is this right. it? So maybe like, everyone could be the time. In everyone, like. And like, if we're gonna, if we're gonna see, like, I don't know, it's just, it's a very interesting opportunity the show has with, like, all right, well, let's see how people react to a faunus and a human dating, if they are dating. Oh God, in Atlas. Yeah. Meanwhile, Ironwood's getting fired. (laughs) Meanwhile, (laughs) right instance. Right, 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 right. Of course, we also have to focus on on Ironwood. Of course, we can't forget that he's probably is he gonna get fired? Do you guys think he's gonna like? Is Uh... is that is he gonna succeed defending his position or no? I feel like logically, yes, but the story wouldn't want that to be the case. Yeah. Because that's well, not dramatic. Yeah. I mean, I do think, because um, when Oscar tells him, you have to talk to the people you fear the most, I thought he was he meant talking to Robin, like talking to the people mm-hmm. of Mantle. But instead, mm-hmm. once uh, Ironwood gets his invitation, he goes, well, your wish came true. I'm going to talk to the people I fear the most. So it's like, okay, so he fears Jacques. So that's interesting. So I'm like, all right, does this mean that you're going to have to, he's going to start working with Jacques? Is it, is it not? Like, I don't know. There's so many ways this can go. And I am excited for next mm-hmm. week. I'm afraid now. <laughs> <laughs> the dinner's going to be intense. Because this is what, episode eight now next week? Yeah, episode eight. Yeah. Yeah, we're more than halfway through, which is why I'm like, well, if, yeah. is Atlas going to, like, is this finale going to be Atlas falling to the ground or is it going to be the tower? Like, I don't know. It Suddenly, will be both. I don't know. It could be both. <laughs> oh, man. Everything's just crashing down around. Yeah. Like, there's just, also, like, if Atlas falls to the ground, doesn't that create a big enough crater to be, like, a thing, like, you know, how the dinosaurs got extinct? Isn't that, like, a big enough, like, oh. size? No. Just don't question it. Don't question it. Okay, I won't question it. We might find out. (laughs) It's like that, wasn't there a plot line in the Avengers that was like that? Age of Ultron, where they had the city above and then it's going to come down? Yep, yep, and it's going to like... Same kind of idea. Yes, same. Yep, 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 yep. All right, well, that is... what happens. (laughs) That is what happens. Look forward to next week. Yes, look forward to next week. Um, Moral of the story, don't create cities above like they're floating don't create floating cities they're over- not don't a good idea that. not a good idea everything <laughs> must come down okay. eventually don't sure. don't do it um but yeah that does it for this episode is there any final thoughts you guys have on it i'm just amazed that the theme of this season is communication and right? truth i didn't realize that before this episode and now i'm like really yeah uh interested in that <laughs> so i don't know i'm excited what was last volume's theme? 
Because wasn't uh, it also look at Ruby, like it's good again? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, fair. You know? Yeah. Let, no, you're right. You're right. But also, I, I don't know because I I thought, oh, maybe last volume was also kind of communication, but I guess not. I don't know. It was coming it back to each other and the, the fans. Yes, 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 yes. That's what last one was. Now this one is communication. Okay, that uh, Ali. Any last thoughts? Uh, no, I'm just echoing. Don't play Bioshock. Don't build a floating city. Exactly, floating cities. They're 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 a danger to us all. Um, that does it for this podcast. You can find out all the info on this podcast at overlyanimated.com. You can join us on Discord to text chat about animation at overlyanimated.com slash Discord. You can support us via Patreon at patreon.com slash overlyanimated. Thanks to all our current patrons, especially our patron of the podcast, Katrin, a.k.a. Patron Katrin. And thanks, as always, to our Patreon executive producers, Ryan, Steve, Alex, Beatrice, Hugh, Michael, and Needle. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye-bye.